0: Last time, on a press by sun, our heroes kidnapped an unsuspecting bride, throwing the politics of Lethal Spear into chaos. They then traveled to the Elven Forest, encountered some strange monks, who had an odd relationship with Arterius Fendi, and visited the Findi Court. At the Findi Court, Lord of the Findi House Arlena Fendi placed Jennifer upon her throne. Upon taking a seat, Jennifer's skin began to t- turn golden, her features elven, and her body and face seemed longer more sinister. As the Fendi house has long stood against the treaty that binds the Wood Elves and the Sun Elves into a mutual defense pact, Arlena Fendi was very upset to learn that she had invited an enemy into her court. Today's adventure begins as our heroes try to make amends with the Fendi and solve the problem of Varian's father, the Grand Custodian, leader of the Elder Circle and one of the most powerful voices in the Wood Elf Forest, an ardent supporter of the alliance between the Wood Elves and the Sun. Conflicting loyalties and opaque agendas abound. Episode 14, A Familial Ambush The adventure begins with a furious Arlena Fendi, addressing our heroes in court. May we have a private conversation, Ms. Lord Warderica?
1: Absolutely.
0: Everyone else out. She throws you back, Jennifer. Alright, Moo it's up to you. <laughs> I guess, uh, You say no? I'm not, moving.
2: We have been through too much fighting together to fight against the Sun Elves. So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know, your little throne changes her into a
0: gold skin, like a golden god, all golden out. She motions back the uh, guards to back just a step. They take two steps back, but are still prominent. She looks at you, Barry. Do I
3: know you? I don't think so. Seem familiar. Very familiar. I'm told that I look like a lot of people who've been around the forest. I don't suppose you uh, know the custodian. How well do you know the custodian?
0: Not at all. Grew up without him. I am keen to meet him, however. I'll meet with you next. And she motions for you all to leave. With Mumu alone in the Fendi court, Arlina has a few private questions about why she consorts with Jennifer. Is there some longer game I am not aware of? Um, yes. How much of our secrets is too much? Well,
1: we need to see what this is. What secrets- What- ah, No, why- how did they do this? Why are they planting these sorts of creatures in our midst? What is it going to do?
0: And that is your mission? Yes. She nods at you. Uh, I will talk to I will talk to the <laughs> the, the custodian's friend now. She uh, you, they a, a guard says, uh, "Sir," and like leads you inside. Marion is led inside. She says to you, "Would you be willing to help us with something, Mister?"
3: Uh, that depends on what you would need help with. And you could help you, you could, could
0: earn with me. favor with the court, uh-huh. which is to say, a safe house I'm here listening. in the heart of paradise. She waits for you. In return, all we need is you, for you to get a meeting with the Custodian and get him out of the
3: force. She looks at Mumu with like a little wink. <laughs> <laughs> Might to assume he would be in some danger posed by this.
1: No, not in the meeting.
3: I'm not, uh, too political, but I don't know that I care to condemn a man to die having never met him. Luckily, nobody promised to. See, that is not a reassuring answer. <laughs> this is a war, Mr. Marion. What side are you on? I'm on the side of life itself. Do not care to engage death, suddenly. Arterius sort of steps up and leans
0: down and into your ear to whisper something from behind you. He says, "Your father is a
3: snake. The court cannot say it, but I will. He deserves to die." I prefer to make my own judgment. Devil, but I'll see about meeting with
1: him. When we walks up to Varian, and says, "We'll give him a chance. One."
3: Yeah, I nodded that and uh, kind of cock my head at her and say, uh, "Fair enough." And uh,
0: say, so. No, uh, what's your, uh, your gardener here? I hope you have no time for meeting
2: with the staff. Busy person says you yourself.
3: I have a certain interest in uh, nature, and uh, I'd like to explore a bit of. Uh, if this will get your cooperation, I promise. It certainly won't hurt.
1: And the other thing we'll need, my lady, is cloaks of elven kind.
0: She lives an eyebrow at you, Mumu. She says, if the job is done, my lady, consider it. Gladly. If there's nothing more, I will adjourn this court.
1: Thank you and goodbye. And I walk away. Minutes later outside.
0: How'd the meeting
3: go, you guys?
1: Rather well. <laughs> we got a simple mission. They want to kill my dad. And um, they'll give us cloaks of elven kind. How do you feel about that, Marion? I've never met the guy. I told him we'd uh, think about it, but I prefer to meet him first. From what I hear, he's a bit of a I like oh, right. uh, excuse that we go on this mission, we get close with all the time. We accomplish the so, mission.
3: So, the mission is to kill his dad. The mission is to invite him to a meeting outside of the forest. Yes,
1: the, the mission is to get him outside of the forest. That's so, the mission.
2: Uh, I like this, I like this deal. I was specifically advised to avoid the custodian costs. Why? He's a badass in the forest. <laughs> he's gonna kill us, and he's gonna be uncompromising. He's not gonna kill his son. Yes, With he will! No, uh, He's I got 80 be- of you! I he doesn't benefit. care about any of them. Because we're on the most wanted list and he works directly for the Alvin government. I bet the only one that sees <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs>
3: uh, I don't know. I, I want be to meet him before we try to kill him. All before I care Alman. about
2: is letting you meet him. That's all I care about. As far as I'm concerned, that's the mission. Whenever he knows the it- most wanted list. He is actively pursuing
0: After the discussion, Arterius takes Varian and Israfil in disguise to meet Colonel Soleil Brian, second-in-command to the Grand Custodian. And he takes you uh, away from the Fending Court, um, and you travel for about 25-30 minutes before he starts climbing back up. And before he does, you guys realize that the forest has uh, shifted somewhat. Uh, it is now sort of a deeper green, um, whereas it was more of a lighter color back in the Fendi area. Here is uh, a deeper rustic uh, uh, feel. So you guys head up. Through a tall tree, um, he seems to be winding you inside of a tree trunk on a brick path. As you emerge from the top, you see that you are in before it was elegant, tall. Uh, here is like a squat, sort of military building-looking tree. Door after door after door, identical. And as you just sort of walk by them, you you see that they are all marked with various what appears to be ranks. As you move further and further along, the ranks go up. When you get to a, a door with the highest rank you've seen so far, the Colonel, he knocks twice and the door opens immediately before he's even put his hand back to the second <laughs> knock. Alright, so Arturius walks in um, and he immediately says, Colonel Celebrion, it is an honor. He says, I would like to introduce you. When Arturius Fendi introduces Varin and Israfel to Colonel Celebrion, she immediately recognizes them as Salmari's most wanted. Despite Arturius's obvious political influence, she seems reluctant to introduce them to the Grand Custodian. He looks at Arturius. Arturius is like, uh, well, actually, uh, this is uh, not what you think, Colonel. Um, he is, uh, just one of the many, uh, have this, uh, appearance. There's nothing to worry about. This is definitely not some most wanted. You have nothing to worry about there. And the Colonel, like, looks at it sort of distrustfully, um, but Arturius is like, nods at you like, oh, certainly not. Well, that's, that's good then. Um, now, Arturias, <laughs> needed that. <laughs> Art- Arturias wouldn't cohort with the types I was afraid you might be. No, so, certainly
3: not. Um, so we need, uh, what can I do for you? I was hoping to uh, arrange a meeting with the Grand Custodian, who I understand to be my father. She, she says well, one moment,
0: and she opens a drawer, like a second drawer down on her desk, uh, flips through a couple of papers, and pulls one out and looks at it. And then she sort of turns it over to you, and it's the wanted poster, like, with your picture, and it says, Varying. <laughs> she says, um, I suppose this wouldn't
3: be you, right? Just so we're clear. Uh, I don't know, do you think it looks like me? Oh, I just a little. So. She
0: st- she puts it back in the drawer, back in its exact place where it was before, <laughs> like, under three papers, and like, puts closes the drawer. When you meet with the Grand Custodian, it would be best if there was no confusion. I say that it's a misconception that has come up. <laughs> uh, very well, she nods. I would warn you that the Grand Custodian has certain political tendencies that may or may not like your own. Hmm, can you we, elaborate?
3: Let me say this. He's not a s- suspicious man, trust me
0: wholeheartedly. Therefore, my introductions will not be subject to immense, so but be quite passionate when it comes to political subjects. I would not bring any of them up, given your potential leading. Noted. Uh, Arterius looks at you and says, oh, I shall take my, I recommend that you... Gods. ...and immediately... The ...boots march up to the front of the door, yeah, and stand, like stomp, 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 march up to the front of the door, and just bong, Like, uh, stand at attention outside the door. And the colonel says to you, Introducing... ...Custodian... ...It is... ...something that could cost me a very good position.
3: Oh, don't worry.
0: Varian's brother is much more persuasive. I certainly hope that's so. Also, be sure others from this list, She
3: points at the drawer, to the- I'd have, uh, no reason to, of course, sure I've ever met them. Very well then, come back to me.
0: After the meeting, Arturius seems eager to disassociate himself with the whole business. Please do not bring up my name, or the Finney House's name, or mention that you've been to the Finney House, or have any connection to the Finney House whatsoever, otherwise you may be summarily imprisoned. After passing a comfortable night, in the Findy guest rooms. Izerphil and Varian head to the military barracks early the next morning. They are led out into a large open-air training facility. Where squadrons of troops are drilling, overseen by an elf of very high rank. A large, uh, square-jawed elf, standing with his uh, hands behind his back, or, you know, just sort of uh, in a resting position, observing the uh, the marching, sees you guys um, and uh, barks an order, like, uh, fall out. The, uh, the group immediately dissipates. The group take up positions around the platform with their weapons sort of at the ready. Uh, he says to the guard, Who comes here? And the guard says, Estadio Corwin, the colonel, has introduced him. The big guy says, Dismissed. And the uh, two guards who walked you up here, they fade back out of off of the platform.
3: It is uh, a pleasure to make your acquaintance, my lord.
0: As you do that,
3: and you start of to step towards
0: him, like, uh, his whole military sort of, like, looking past you sort of thing sort of breaks. And a big smile comes over his face and he, uh, and, and his hand
3: comes out he says, Call me Oak! And shakes your hand. <laughs> i take his hand, give him a shake. Tell me, uh, who is your mother? Uh, I was never quite sure, to be honest. Uh, I was orphaned as a child and was adopted by the, uh, House of Corwin.
0: Oh, such a sad story. Well, I'm so glad you came. And with, uh, such a... Sh- Strapping bodyguard, Son, he shakes your hand. <laughs> <That's laughs> nice seems, to meet you, sir. He seems very
3: uh, enthusiastic. The colonel introduced you. You impressed her, so, uh, you know, uh, I'm very happy to meet you. It's very good to meet with you. Come to understand that uh, we may uh, look a bit alike, but uh, I've been curious for some time. Your reputation far proceeds.
0: Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's certainly true, uh, but I must ask you one question as part of my duties. A person of your likeness uh, is uh, is wanted by the Motherland and for murder. Uh, surely it's not you, am I right? My likeness. No. Oh yeah, the, the, no. many of your likeness running about. Nothing to worry about, son. And he p- pumps his hand on your
3: shoulder like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's true that your features uh, appear in many wood elves around your age. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha <laughs> I've grown up uh, in the forest, studying the the woods where I grew up, but most especially the blight. Would you
0: like uh, to become a ranger? I can get you uh, on the fast track to the academy.
3: Could certainly look into it. I'm, I'm quite honored. Um, I am a druid by training. Wonderful. We need more of those. You have several, you have several brothers amongst our ranks. Outstanding soldiers to a man. We come from good stock. The apple doesn't fall <laughs> far from the oak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one.
0: To avoid any confusion, I just want to warn you. Everything Varian says, from here on out, is a pure, fabricated, beautiful lie.
3: Tell me, what can I do for you? Um, so, uh, I've been studying the Blight for, uh, many years now, but I believe I've, uh, come closer to finding a key to unravel the, uh, enchantment that's been poisoning our lands. There is a tree, not too far from here, but some ways outside the forest, that is dying on the verge of death. I believe a core sample from my... Uh, learnings could be used to reverse engineer and possibly provide a cure for the blight. Whoa! This. this is amazing news! It's, uh...
0: Sometimes, the randomness of allowing a die roll to control your story is just a thing of beauty. So with that in mind, Varian rolls a persuasion roll. Oh, natural 20? Natural 20. Oh my. Okay. He brings you, he says,
3: so... I'm- whatever you need i will i will send an army i will send anything you need we need to get this done so there is one minor point and uh i look a bit you know serious at this point mm-hmm. um, he leads in we may need to consult with the drought in order to uh
0: now what now you say uh,
3: don't don't bring up the, the they poisoned us they are the source of this plight exactly
2: drought
3: he also spits. Yeah, and I kind of, uh, I kind of like nod along heavily, but believe there's a way by returning this core sample and, mer- and meeting it with uh, the source of the phaser's magic. I believe you may be able to unwind the enchantment in this way. I've studied it for a long time, and I'm afraid I don't see any other way. I don't like it, but I believe it's necessary. Takes a deep breath, ruminates on that for a second. Stand.
0: Lowers his voice. His voice just kind of carries. He sort of lowers it a little, so it doesn't, you know, accidentally sneak over to his uh, his guards out there, uh, and maybe trying to hide it also. He says,
3: "Tell me what I can do." I would appreciate your backing uh, in this matter. I believe, given the situation with the drought. I don't know that uh, many people could be trusted to keep things. uh, uh, Every single one of my rangers could be trusted in this evening here across the planet. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, I don't doubt it, but discretion is of the utmost importance. Absolutely. There are a lot of leaks these days. Uh, In that case, I would like to take a small party, me and uh, Ash, and uh, if you would be uh, comfortable accompanying us, um, and perhaps... Perhaps just a few of your most trusted rangers. Whatever you need to feel secure. We I leave tomorrow. Mind. Tomorrow? Yes. Prepare yourself. All right. If Wonderful, you need a bunk, I
0: will. I will assign one to you immediately. We have lodges. Excellent. Meet me back here on the platform tomorrow morning. Now the guy looks just real happy. Like shake his hand. Oh yeah, he's pumped. He says, uh, oh, when we get this done, I'm looking forward to hearing all about it. All about your research, everything." He just starts chatting just chats for about 10 minutes and it's mostly just him talking uh you do get a few you get a few inklings of maybe his philosophy. he says stuff like you know this is exactly the kind of thing we need to make my point against those elites who think they rule this this is. we need good people like you Good people from, from the from the regular boat, you know, the ones the ones who built this forest. We're the ones who are gonna solve these problems that they've been struggling with and doing nothing for two thousand years. This is exactly what And he like goes on and on. He says, You know, the people are already behind me. If I solve this problem, this this forest is going to be
3: ours. <laughs> he pats you on the shoulder. I just kinda I'm like nodding along being like
0: it hey, so thousands like, have voice. been dis- Thousands have been displaced by this blind body. Elites sit in their beautiful forests and do nothing. We must stand up for the rights of those who have been destroyed. We must take down this oligarchy, that horrible, inbred, disgusting elites who think just because they were born into an offending family or whatever, they think they, they can tell us to die. That is not accepted. The world is run by such people, but maybe we can do something. Oh, I have every faith. He says, my boy here, he, he's going, he's going to, he's going to research this problem. We're going to figure it out. We're going to work together. Maybe, you know, get, bring in the, the research that the, the sun lords are doing. And he goes on and on about how they built research facilities out in the blighted lands. They've already come up with several spells that can allow sun, uh, that can allow wood elves to pass through the blighted lands without danger.
3: Definitely curious about that. Have no fear, my son. I will bring a,
0: a, a caster who is well, well able and equipped to cast this on, on Ash yourself. Marion leaves the meeting with his father quite satisfied with the results. But after returning to his friends, Jennifer continues to press the issue of whether or not they should be acting on the Fendi's request.
2: You feel any better about killing your dad? Oh yeah, I'm still fine with it. Are we sure we want to kill this guy? Cause I said he was actually kinda nice to us. Hmm. Oh. Well, Whoa, what is Jennifer here? <laughs> Wait, are we are we thinking about not killing this innocent person? What <laughs> the hell, y'all. <laughs> Uh, he's out with
3: the sunhouse. He's
2: nice until he finds out what you really believe. It and sounded man, he to me, and treats you like you're less than human. That's yeah. true. The man's yeah. a fucking zealot, and yeah. he, he cannot look, be persuaded. He cannot look, be stopped. Stop. Look, I don't popular. like. I don't like. Th- I don't like this this guy's philosophy either.
3: But it sounded to me. How is the the
1: Devil Spawn... How is the Devil Spawn the voice of conscience?
2: (laughs) Alright.
0: No, 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 I'm with Satan on
1: this one. down uh, over there, (laughs) devil. It
3: sounded to me... It sounded to me less that he was politically allied with the Sun Elves and more like he just wanted to gain some of their power to to improve his own situation. Mm
2: -hmm. And now that kind of thing, I'm totally... As far as we know, the Elves, the Sun Elves have... Uh, a method of dealing with the blight, and they have made efforts and progress toward alleviating it from the society.
0: Right? Yeah, you know, they, they created a spell to the that allows the wood else to pass safely through the land, which is a huge upgrade over what they had before.
3: They weren't nothing. They weren't
2: lying about that. Apparently, we're going to find out for sure tomorrow. But Marion, he's your dad, and uh, I'm with you. It's your daddy, and he'll die if you want to <laughs> oh, die if you nice. want to. I just made that shit
1: up. (laughs) If we are... See? That's what you should be doing as a bard. From
2: a... If you're shot by (laughs) moo... Oh, I missed you. I
1: missed you down (laughs) He He signed up to send wood elf warriors to fight the sun battles. That's why they're there. They tried to kill us.
0: As they are debating the consequences of failure, Arterius Fin D shows up to assure them succeed or fail. The cause of fighting the sun will benefit either way.
3: Jennifer, you are a son of Spy. You lead the (laughs) attack
2: against this guy. It was the Sun Elves. We don't have to kill him.
0: Your reluctance further reveals your true nature. So if we were to fail in
2: this attempt, and I were so clearly part of this attack, Then he would not blame you or the House Fendi. Exactly. Is what you're saying?
3: He would would think that the Sun Elves tried to kill him. If you lead the attack and the attack fails, then, oh man, the Sun Elves are after me and his political position is still improved. Maybe not as much.
0: (laughs) I wouldn't put a plan in motion that would put me at risk of losing the entire war on the backs of a bunch of unreliable criminals. All right, guys, the goal is not to kill him.
2: The goal is to to fake an attack by the sun elves on him, and and then let him survive. We run away. Okay, okay.
0: While Israfel and Varian were setting up an ambush, Kadim snuck away to talk to the monks of the Golden Cicada and ask them for their help in this ambush. They readily agreed. When that was complete, Jennifer, Mumu, and Kadim immediately departed for the ambush site, leaving nearly a full day ahead of the custodian, Israfel and Varian, so that they could arrive and set up an appropriate ambush. When you travel over blighted lands, now blighted lands have sort of a bluish tint, and there's nothing growing, everything is just shriveled and dead. After a few hours travel, you do encounter a very tall mountain, very steep path heads up the side of that mountain, sort of a, a, a switchback trail. As they are setting up, they notice something unexpected. ...figures are hiding in the shadow. Oh shit. Do they, are they looking at us? They seem to have noticed you. They're just watching you as you set up the... One of them is sort of obviously watching you, and the other two seem to have... are just sort of hanging out there in the shadow.
1: Do I'll be know? right back. Mumu steps outside the hut, and when she's... her back is to the others, turns into... a half-orc.
0: All right, and you jump down, and you are a half-orc. Um, as you do, all three of them move in unison, come around the rock on one side, on both sides, flank you, but they do not attack. They Can sort I- of move into position. You guys see this as well. This is Myrtle, Malabar. It's the three monks that you encountered once before.
1: And in, in my guttural half-orc roar, I say, Myrtle!
0: His hands were sort of up in almost like a, a, a like a martial arts sort of guard position. Uh, but they sort of move down as he sort of stops moving towards you. Doesn't say anything.
1: What are you here for?
0: I poke my head out of Liam's head and be like, Good, you showed up! kadim Yes. Markle says. Ah, it's, uh, it's good to see that you, uh, put your sword where your mouth was. Absolutely. We're set up, man. Good to see you here. You can count on us. Beautiful. Hey.
2: Alright. Can you pop back in the hut with me? Yes. I arranged this earlier, so... I look good. at him, I'm like, man, those monks are gonna be trouble. We gotta make sure no one kills the custodian. I know, right? Kadeem needs to roll a Wisdom Saving Throw, or be affected by the Suggestion spell <laughs> that Jennifer just put on him. Oh, I beat your Damn it. <laughs> and
0: you know she was attempting to charm. Jennifer, <laughs> stop wasting spells. Uh, he says, back in positions, boys, and they move back to where they were, behind all of the rocks, quite quickly.
1: I just dropped my disguise.
0: Meanwhile back in the forest, Baron and Israfel are preparing for their journey through the Blighted Lands with the Grand Custodian. Yesterday was very uh, sort of up-collar military garb. Today looks like traveling garb, like camo. Uh, He's got two persons with him. One of them is a very nimble cat-like elven woman with two scimitars whose hands never seem to get more than an inch away from her scimitars no matter what she does. And the other one is is a male druid You recognize him immediately as a shifter. The custodian says to you, It's great to see you again. Uh, I've arranged for us to uh, be transported to the ancient forest. And uh, uh, and as he does that, the tree that you are uh, standing on, a a, a portal begins to open inside the tree. Um, And you see on the edge of the platform up there is someone casting um, Transport by Plants. uh, Thoda steps through first, Uh, then Fendris, then him. You guys appear in a tree. And you can see that you are near the edge of the forest. You can see beyond the wall of trees that makes up the edge. There is a, uh, a soldier, not particularly strong or well-built. And he says, uh, custodian, and he sort of, uh, he sort of salutes. He uh, hands over three scrolls to you, and he casts a spell on all of you, and says you should be ready to go, sir. And then he immediately disappears back. Finally, the Grand Custodian's party arrives on the mountain pass, where our heroes are lying in wait notice two, uh, wood elves dressed in the camouflage of the rangers position themselves, sneak up above uh, position. They seem to be watching. If Mumu doesn't see them, I point them out to her. I,
2: I slip my head out of the dome on the other side where they can't see me. Right. And I cast a message spell to the monks. And I say, two rangers
0: at nine o'clock. Thanks for the heads up. Emerging from uh, the corner of this cliff on the switchback trail beneath you about 80 to 100 feet you see two male wood elves and a a female wood elf with two scimitars and behind them are Israfel and and Varian. Uh, Varian looks kinda like himself and Israfel looks like a giant wood elf. The advanced scouts are looking precisely for ambushers and head directly to the hiding place of the would-be assassins. These two round the corner and they split and become to, come to search around the sides of this rock. And he'd be leaving one of them basically face to face with it. St- he looks at you directly in the eye, is startled and shouts, bam! I hit him, grab him,
3: get into the ground
0: behind the rock, and, and muffle As you begin to take him down to the ground like in a tackle, uh-huh. uh, he begins to try to shout out. But as he does, uh, an unseen monk shadow steps next to him. Natural 20. He's dead. He, as, as you tackle him to the ground, he stomps, his, he head stomps that bull. Just four times head stomps. Him. And there is no sound as the blood pools beneath his squashed head. The second scout fares no better. Okay, again, these two monks set upon him and just, just beat him into the ground and then immediately begin dragging the bodies behind the rocks. It isn't long before the unfortunate scouts are missed by their companions. Um, and, and pop up and begin looking about or looking around for some sort of signal and you're not getting it. Seeing that their cover is nearly blown, Israfel intentionally adds to the confusion. These guys have just popped
2: out on the trail. Oh my God, we're under attack. Beautiful. Splink. Okay. Ah,
0: Slash! Wonderful. <laughs> Do it. Love it. <laughs> you get advantage because they are surprised. Okay. Alright, 18 damage to this guy with my with awesomeness. The Grand Custodian sees all this. He turns to you, Varian, and says, Get your man in line immediately! And then I hop
2: up and I say, In the name of the Sun Elves, you shall fail!
3: <laughs> and I have in my hand
2: uh, the orb of the Sun, the Sun Elf orb that Kadim gave to me, okay. and it's glowing.
0: With war officially declared, anticipation is high.
2: And he is. This is a great battle, guys. I'm pretty <laughs> excited. I am super excited about this battle. I don't know how it's going to turn out at all.
0: He uh, just raises his hand to the sky. A cloud appears above you, above this rock. All persons within 30 feet. A dexterity saving
3: throw. 22.
0: 22 damage as a cloud of lightning Ooh. jumps from... Jennifer first, and then to all of the others. Goddamn Vindy! He looks at you, uh, uh, and he says, are you in on this? The other druid does a bonus action to transform into a rhinoceros. The rhinoceros charges Kadeem. Attempts to throw you off the cliff. You're able to, like, push his horn out of the way and take 18 damage.
3: Pop, Dispel Magic, the Grand Custodian, to dispel his blight. He
0: looks at you surprised as he sort of he sort of takes a deep breath, and you can tell it sort of almost pains him to breathe in. Sun He is. says, Siding with the Fendi, I will kill you for this. For the sun elves. The first kill goes to Israfel. Uh, your Eldritch Blast sends this one flying off the cliff as he goes, he goes screaming down the mountain. Ah! Oh, marvelous. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> there's one less help.
1: Oh, I will shoot the Custodian with a poison arrow. 30 damage on the first one.
0: The combined fury of Kadim and Mumu takes the Grand Custodian down before the conclusion of the first round of combat.
2: Jennifer starts off a round by, you know, putting that little ball away, casting sort of greater sh- invisibility on herself, and she retreats back over here where mm-hmm. the monks are and the two original scouts that we killed. Oh, they threw these bodies off the cliff. So they're off the cliff. <laughs> uh,
0: yep. Yeah.
2: yeah, the monks took care of them. How far down? Like
0: when Jennifer separated herself from her friends and ran into the midst of the monks to save the fallen Wood Elves, she miscalculated the loyalties of those who fought beside her. So the monks, the monks turned to attack Jennifer. What? Under an avalanche of punches and kicks, Jennifer is beaten within an inch of her life. Well, you're the only one who could notice that Jennifer was attacked.
1: You notice that the monks just took down Jennifer. All right, I message Varian. Jennifer, down! Cliffs behind me! Come quickly! Devil monks!
3: Oh shit! Well, I'm going to I'm going to cast Giant Insect. Just earlier, like collected a bottle of like five insects. Uh, let them out. Cast that, and like point in the direction of Jennifer. Save the girl. So, those so are four four out of five hits. A swarm of wasps overtakes
0: the three monks. And they are beating, beating off the wasps uh, frantically. Uh, now they've uh, ignored Jennifer.
1: I will jump from this rock to the next. 26 on my acrobatics.
0: You land gracefully, stealthily. They are beating off wasps and not paying attention. Right on the edge of the cliff.
1: I will run. I will stab him with death. All right, auto crit. That's, um, he should roll a DC 18 con save. Forty damage.
0: Roll a opposed athletics check.
1: Athletics. I will do it. Athletics. I rolled roll a back. natural fucking twenty.
0: Natural ah! Yes! Yes! Flying off of the first rock, leaps to the second rock, and without losing a single step, charges down the slope of the second rock, leaping fifteen feet down, landing two feet on the shoulder of Myrtle with with her uh, with her dagger embedded in his skull. Merthel trips and falls off of the cliff. Uh, Mumu, you're sort of on top of him and you need an acrobatic save, as does he, to keep from falling off the cliff. You cling to the cliff. He falls. He says, I will kill you, Muno! Slowly, our heroes are beginning to realize that this ambush was not just for the custodian, as another spellcaster throws a fireball down on top of all of the combatants. Varian. Varian. Kadeem. Kadeem. Uh, and the bear, and the others, and the rhino, and the, and, and the caster. Uh, a fireball erupts over you, Ooh, splashing mm. down from nowhere, cliff face. Yeah. Alright, those who fail the save take 30 damage, those who make the save take 15. Oh shit. As a fireball erupts out of nowhere. With an unconscious Jennifer perched precariously on a cliff face, Our heroes engaged in a pitched battle with high-level druids and a mysterious spellcaster burning them all. It seems that the tides have turned against our heroes. Join us next week to find out if they can survive this battle. And more importantly, if they survive, will they be able to survive the consequences of their decisions? As always, you can join us at oppressedbysun.com where we got maps, lore, and a whole lot more. Thanks for listening. See ya.